Oh yeah, I think if you if you look at anyone who's really been predicting what the finals would be, we thought the Cavs would be there in the East. We didn't think anyone would really overtake them. We thought that maybe a team like Toronto or yeah. Boston, if healthy, yeah. that they possibly had a chance. But we we never really betted against LeBron James. We thought that right. he would be there in the end. That regardless of what could happen, the possibilities the that East is pretty wide open. It, yeah, it, it is, but we know that LeBron James would be the one that would be there. And then on the other side, we thought that there would be some challenges to the Warriors, but they've prevailed. So now that we're here at this historic matchup, the first time in really sports, because I can't really think of any other time where there's been two teams that faced each other for the championship more times than this. This harkens back to when leagues were, were really smaller. Right. And the Boston and Celtics were getting there every year and the exactly. Lakers were getting there every other but year. Even, even I read, I think ESPN ran a, a special or they just ran like a little segment rather about the finals and I, I think that not even the Lakers and the Celtics met four times straight in the finals and that's, that's just amazing. And so I mean, it you have to, on both sides before the series start, I think you you want to celebrate both teams. I think in this moment, this Wednesday, right before the finals, I think this is the last chance that we'll get to really celebrate these teams and give them the credit that they both deserve because on both sides, you have just amazing feats being accomplished by both teams. And so, but now that we're here at the finals, at this matchup, is there any shot, any chance that the Cavs can can pull an upset? Is the, there any way that they can do it? The only way is if there's an injury or two to the Warriors. I think uh, there. this is Warriors in four or Warriors in five. I'd be really, honestly, I'd be surprised if it went six games. And I think the thing that um, has been the knock on the Cavs throughout these entire playoffs and the regular season as well is that their defense is not really all that good. Their offense is not really all that good. Well, now you're matched up against an offense that is way better than anything that they've seen in these playoffs. And a defense that is still one of the best in the league. Um, Iguodala is, is not going to play game one, but they should expect him back. Uh, he has done as well pretty much as anybody uh, that you can see uh, against LeBron James. And you're never going to shut him down. But if you make him work and you make things harder, um, that's all you can really ask for. So I, I, I just don't see um, defensively how Cleveland can do enough, and I don't see offensively how they can do enough. How can they score enough points? And I think the only way they have even a shred of chance other than injuries, maybe in addition to injuries, is if they make it like an ugly late 90s slugfest where the game is extremely slow and grinded out and the Warriors never really get flow um, that's what Cleveland needs to do. That's that's the only way. I, I was thinking about it because I was watching um, Kobe detail LeBron James in the series against the Celtics, and one of the things that he was saying is that if his paint touches catch up a little lower, closer to the basket, yep. he's he's gonna kill anyone from that position. And yep. now you have to force a double team, and that gets your shooters open. I think that if we see the series look anything like Game Seven, where the score was like eighty nine to seventy nine, yeah. And do have teams not really scoring much? It was like a fifty. It was like fifty-one to fifty-seven after three quarters or something like that. I remember looking up and thinking, like, wait, is this going into halftime? So I think if the Cavs, if they do that, if they make it an ugly game that no one really wants to watch, that's the only way they could win. Because trying to run with this team, trying to shoot with this team, you're not going to be able to do it. I think what you need to do is you need to put LeBron James in the post so everyone to get out of his way, have them run 
back screens, down screens for each other and stuff like that and, and see if he can score on every possession. I mean, it's not something that you want to do and that's ideal for your offense to give him that type of workload, but I think in a series where it's all or nothing and you have the summer coming up, I think that's what they have to do. They have to just give the ball to LeBron and get out of his way and, and see if that, that can possibly work. And I think one thing that we discount, like you said, you said Iguodala being out. I think that works for Cleveland maybe the first. He may miss game one, possibly game two. Right. I think that works for Cleveland because who's really going to guard LeBron? That gives them a chance. But I think that's the only shot that they have is, is injury. And, and not to discredit them because they're, they're an amazing team to be there four times in a row. But just looking at it, they, they just don't match up well. And this is, basketball is a game of matchups. I like the low post uh, version of LeBron James. It's this thought I've had for so many years now because, like, as a – as a Knicks fan who watched Larry Johnson in the second half of his career post-back injury yes. when his athleticism really wasn't there, but he was still really skilled, he really lived in the post really, really well. He was a good passer out of the post, and um, you know he had the face-up game and he had the back-down game, and he's, he's a guy who's very similar in build to LeBron. Um, you know, whenever I... I People always say there's nobody who's been, you know, LeBron's build. And the closest thing that I can think of who was a guy who's also that athletic is Larry Johnson, um, right? That Carl Malone was not quite the athlete uh, no, that, that, that LeBron is. And early in his career, Larry Johnson was. Yes, grandmama. And he really extended his career by getting those, uh, those low post touches, um, playing with his back to the basket and using his strength, being able to turn over either shoulder, um, and, you know, you can certainly see LeBron having that style of game. That being said, um, even a low-scoring, ugly game is still a risk because in a low-scoring game, the team that's capable of going on any kind of run is still very dangerous. They're almost more dangerous because there's not going to be many of those runs. And so a 15-2 to run, which is exactly the kind of thing that the Warriors are going to rattle off, multiple times during this series is exactly the the kind of thing that kills you in a low scoring game so it, it, it's it's really really going to be tough it's for risky, the Cavs because think, they it, like you said it's their only chance yeah, and so that's chance. why they have to do it but at the same time like it's it, it also it, it, it's even harder against this team if they were playing against the Rockets you might say okay well um, you know maybe maybe that grind out game works a little better um and, and you just hope that some of these isolation shots miss. But against the Warriors, there's going to be stretches where they're going to get out and run, and the offense is going to, uh, you know, there's going to be that sort of disorder that goes on yes. when, the, when the Warriors really take control and where the, the defense gets confused about who the matchups are and, and everybody's pointing at each other, and you can just see JR throwing his hands up and pointing at somebody, just, uh, you know, who, who left Clay Thompson wide open. Um, so it's just, I, I just, don't see it. Um, so with that being said, what, what is your final prediction? I mean, obviously, we're both leaning to the Warriors just off of yeah. what they have as far as talent in the matchup. I think it's Warriors in five. Cavs. You think it's another I, gentleman sweep again? Yeah, I mean, I think there'll be a cold game uh, where, you know, the Warriors are, are taking their Warrior shots where they're playing real loose and they have too many turnovers one game. And they shoot a little lower than they normally do, and the the Cleveland role players, um, you know, play well enough. I, I think they can get a game that way. 
Um, but like I said, it, this team goes on runs. And against Cleveland, who doesn't really have offense on that level and doesn't really have defense on that level, I, I just don't see yeah. how they can do much better. I, I'm going to go on a limb and say it's going to be six games for this series. I'm going to I'm gonna I would say like that. I would love LeBron, to watch that. LeBron is going to bait Draymond into something because he's going to be guarding him more in game one. So Draymond's going to be suspended for game two. <laughs> Cleveland is going to win that game, and then they come back and win game three at home, and then the Warriors take the whole series. That's my prediction now. But honestly, I think <laughs> I I don't I don't think that the Cavs have a shot. I mean, I'm just I'm I'm more intrigued by whether or not the Warriors say, are right, is this going to be a sweep for or or is LeBron James going to be able to get one? Because I think if the Warriors lock in from Game One and say. We're not going to allow this team to beat us in any way, shape, or form. I think they have the ability to just walk away with the title in four games. Yeah, and I think all year um, the Warriors have been criticized a little bit by being the sort of fat champions, right? Um, the, the, the team that's sort of, eh, not really feeling this regular season game in January. Eh, this regular season in Mar- game in March is not exactly the biggest deal in the world. And in the second round, we'll probably still be able to beat this team and if, even if we're not totally locked in but I do think that they're mentally tough enough and that they care enough that they're in the finals this is the stage they wanted this is what they've been waiting for all oh, yeah. year so I do think that they lock in I don't think that they get lazy I think this is what they've been saving themselves for yes. either physically it's or mentally time to lock in. You're, um, you're gonna lock in in the offseason I mean it's the last set of games for the season, you might as well give it your all. And, and go so, all I out. wouldn't be surprised if it if it was a sweep. Um, and, you know, probably what happens is they win the first uh, two games uh, pretty much in in blowout fashion, and then maybe the next game they come out a little overconfident and and, and dig themselves a hole that they uh, don't quite get out of in, in, in you know, game three or game four. I don't. I don't. Like no, I don't want to bet against LeBron. I'm going to say that he's going to win at least one game. Okay. I'm going to say LeBron James. He has the skill and the determination to, 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 to win one game against this team. I think he can do it. Well, he's going to have to score almost 100. <laughs> because hey. I, I'm not sure where all the other points are coming from. <laughs> Maybe George Hill has a resurgence. Sure. sure. Who knows? Maybe J.R. Smith can finally do something. But who knows? I mean, I think it's going to be it's pretty much a done deal with the, with the finals. As we've probably been saying from the beginning of the year, it would be another... Rematch between the Cavs in the finals and with the Warriors prevailing again, but I hope LeBron can can win at least one. I, I, w- I, I would like to see swept. that. I, would like I to want see the Spurs that. to be the only team to lay claim to sweeping LeBron in the finals. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want the Warriors to do it. Well, the Warriors certainly have their chance. 